All right, here we go. Well, welcome to the show. How we doing? Yes, yes, yo. Hello. (laughs) My boy. How we doing? We're great, man. How are you? Very well, actually. It's uh it's this this feels like the right time over here to be doing this. This is this is when I come alive. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because it, it's we, it's a wee bit later for y'all than it is for us over here across the pond, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's nearly two a.m. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for yeah. staying awake or waking up, whichever. I don't know uh, your 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 pattern there of sleep. And nor do I really. <laughs> <laughs> this, I think that's the it's the lack of pattern is uh, is the thing. But it's all good. We roll. Well, look, Matt yeah. has been preaching uh, your gospel now to us for a while, and uh, we're loving the tunes over here. So I'm gonna just let Matt run with it. Matt, this is this is your jam, baby. So to tell, ask all the questions that everybody in the audience needs to know the answers to. Dude, like where do we start? Up. Like, <clears throat> I I hate interviews like this because I know ninety percent of it already. <laughs> um, well, just pretend. But, yeah. Let's let's start with getting signed to Metal Blade Records. Let's let's All start right. with that. How you know, how did that come about? And because you'd only literally dropped the EP, didn't you? And then yeah. you, you yeah, were signed, but you couldn't announce it. Yes. Yeah, of course, yeah. So we uh, we dropped the EP in 2019. Um pre-COVID, do you remember that? That world. Uh, so <laughs> that was just when we were beginning so we we started in 2018 uh played a lot of live shows um dropped that ep in 2019 and then toured like crazy um and i think that's where we really kind of cut our teeth was on the road um so playing playing all the shows that we possibly could um and while we were doing that we were kind of writing at the same time um and it, it went from, we kind of jumped in the studio straight away with the EP. So it was almost like we had our kind of sound, but we really homed it in while playing. And that is when we wrote You, Me and the Devil Make Three, um, which um, was the song that really kick-started everything then. So we released that during the first couple of weeks of the pandemic um, thinking that it was only going to last like two or three weeks. We were like, we got a couple, couple of weeks off work. So let's get a song out. And then, you know, in two weeks time, when it's all over, we can tour it. But that's <laughs> yeah, obviously not how out in, hand, in hindsight. However, I feel almost bad saying this, the pandemic kind of, benefited us um in a sense that we released that song when everyone was still fresh at home and kind of like they'd been home maybe a few weeks in the uk at least um i don't think it had gone quite as bad in the us but i think it was beginning to and people were beginning to spend a lot of time at home and it was in the full midst of the pandemic over here and that meant that that song just went took off, um, and it actually um, ended up in the hands of people at Metal Blade. 
Um, there was there were quite a few labels, in fact. Um, but it was Metal Blade who we kind of some, somehow simultaneously um, got in touch with uh, during the pandemic. Um, and yeah, they, it was like an immediate hit off with those guys um and we were we had we're sitting on um a few tracks so it's the, the literally like the couple weeks after the pandemic ended we went into the studio they were like keen to hear it as soon as we were done so we sent them five tracks once we were done and that was the the deal done and we hadn't even finished like writing it was just um yeah, off the back of that. I love it. And you mentioned yeah. you, you found your sound. So I want to touch on that. So, yeah. like, Lisa wasn't going to be here tonight, but she is. So I'll let her ask the tour question. But so glad, so glad you could join us. For me, you guys are so unique. And I've been banging it on to people that, you know, I write a review for the sound before the magazine started. Um, pretty sure it's for rock bottom and i said in years to come people are going to say that raptors are their influence so where do you being so unique and as bipolar as you are with the album where do you see yourself fitting into the scene um i think we've made a point of not fitting in <laughs> whether that whether that's a good thing or not we we will soon see i guess um but all our favorite bands and weirdly bands that we get compared to, I don't see the sound myself, but I think it's a thing that people can't put their finger on. And that's what I love. I love about art. Everything I love about music is the things that like don't necessarily fit in, but you can like get along with a lot of music. Like, I think we're living in a time now where we've got the entire history of music at our fingertips there's no need to particularly choose a lane um and that is how we grew up um listening to to motown listening to pop listening to to soul but like always grounded in heavy metal and and rock and roll um and we we want to explore every option i feel like life's short like i don't want to choose one lane i want to get everywhere and touch on everything so if we want to write a jazz intro that has a choir singing in it um that's that's what we're gonna do um and so if we want to write a seven minute ballad we're gonna do that and if we're gonna write um a flat out punk song that's what we're gonna do um and yeah that that was always the ethos it was kind of throw out the rule book um do what we feel so it, everything feels genuine um, and I think that's that's the the thing that connects. It doesn't connect with everyone, but I feel that when people do connect with it, it hits harder. And yeah, we're not we're not going to aim to please everyone. Um, we're going to firstly please ourselves, and then um, hope that it resonates with people. And it se seems to to work that way. Yeah, I agree with that. It's got to be, you got to have that magic spark whenever you're writing it, right? And then as long as everybody in the room is like, oh, this is the shit, then you won. And then everything after that is just, it's just bonus, you know? Absolutely. That, that's it. It's, it's, um, like, and we, we write very much like, um, 
cohesively as well. Someone might have the, the main idea and may have like a, the chunk of the song, but then we throw it around the room and it always, always ends up going in a different direction, but always in a more interesting uh, direction. Um, so, yeah, we've started songs that start off heavy, that turn, we get get a little fruity with it and fr- throw in some... Um, <laughs> some time signatures or we'll throw throw in like a as we as we did with the the song the death rattle we ended up writing a piano jazz intro for and um and then like an entirely different outro and yeah throwing in 1920 swing influences and yeah throw it all into the mix and um see what sticks as long as we're having fun yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I, I like the uh, the fact that Motown is a big thing over there for y'all as well. For like me growing up as a kid, that's what all my family, that's what we listened to was a lot of Motown stuff. And not to this day get goosebumps when I hear most of that stuff. And most people would think that like I only like heavy shit because I, I really do like a lot of heavy shit. But but going back, I mean, music is music. Good music is good music, no matter the genre, you know? Yeah. And when you, when you boil it down as well, when you see like the influences, I always enjoy having like a, a family tree of like, I, I am just a music nerd. So I'll read interviews and, and watch like documentaries on people who their influences were X, like so-and-so. And, but then you, when you follow that kind of that family tree of influence, it sometimes it boils down to the same, handful of of bands like or, or artists and i love like the influence like the blues had on i mean if if it wasn't for the blues and um like robert johnson and and all the original kind of blue blues um singers and guitarists then we wouldn't have had sabbath and uh, we right. wouldn't have had Zeppelin. um so like and in in turn then we wouldn't have had metallica and and all the thrash movement so it, every, everything comes from like surprising roots um and without those we wouldn't have the heaviest of the heavy shit that we've got now um so it's yeah i I love like like how it has evolved but i equally appreciate it in its in its form just listening to um to stuff like bowie and and like all original kind of pop and rock as well uh it's yeah i just love it and and how do you I love that it, it kind of rubs off and the five of us do it as well. So it's um it's not just like a one person going wild uh, and and being like, oh, I'm gonna do jazz and everyone else is being like, What? It's it's like <laughs> yeah, let's 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 roll with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love when a band like I've heard, I got a bunch of my favorite bands and they'll each individually members of the band will say, Well, this is what I was influenced by, and then the other guy will say who he's influenced by, and you're like, Oh, okay, I do hear that, and I hear that, but when you put it together, it's not that anymore, and it's better. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like that that's why it, it's it's so fun to because you can appreciate something as a finished like product and uh, as a piece of art but then when you like yeah hear from from a member and and they say oh i'm heavily influenced by this and you're like ah now you yeah. see the layers when it all peels back uh, that's my favorite thing with music and i love that people can do that with ours as well um this is why yeah i love i love dissecting it all well, matt started at the at the metal blades uh getting signed but like how did you guys come together as a band for people that don't know uh 
it's it was it was really um like partly chance but um partly like long-term friends so we were all in different bands like different local bands um and we had all kind of like either depth for each other um harley was doing um like reviews so harley reviewed um so our lead guitarist harley reviewed me and ian our um rhythm guitarist like we were in a band for years and years before um so harley got to know us from reviewing us um matt and harley went to college together um sam and harley used to be in a band together like years and years ago um so we'd all incestuously in our music scene knew each other and and had played with each other like we we ended up um doing some like weekenders with harley's old band um always hit it off but then all of our other projects kind of came to an end all at kind of the same time um and it just seemed stars aligning seemed like the time to kind of uh put something together we wanted to work together and um yeah it just all like it came together so quickly because we knew we already had that chemistry from jamming together in other projects like matt had jammed with harley like from Deppin. harley came in and played guitar with me and ian one time like a few times um so we just knew we all had this chemistry um and yeah we 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 started like jamming together and then within a couple months we had the makings of that first ep not a not an unfamiliar story right no that's right yeah let me tell you, Simon, Simon says chemistry, right? And I will tell you now, these boys on stage just gel. Um, Matt, the drummer, Matt Kappa, he is an absolute animal and probably one of the best drummers I've seen live, period. Then you've got Simon's vocals. His range is incredible. Harley is an absolute shredder. When are you going to completely unleash him on a track? Is what I want to know. We're, we're holding um, him back. We're, we're, we're like, you, you, you are. He's he's, I speak to him every time. I'm like, yeah. Harley, come on. They're like, they, they, he, they won't let me off the range. But like, you let him off the range, demons in my headphones. You let him have that little solo. He absolutely I'm glad he's it. saying that. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it, you've got it's, a fun right track to do it on, really, haven't you? It's 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 another thing with like say, saying the same because I I feel like we could un- unleash Matt a lot more as well. But it's it's the kind of the way we always say it, everything is for the song, um, and we we I know Harley could write a nine minute solo, and <laughs> he'd, yeah. he'd shred it. And I mean he does like don't get me wrong. He's when the the beginnings of songs start they are very, very different to what they turn into because we do bring it back to about the song as a unit. Um, but yeah, Harley definitely could do his own like 45-minute uh, avant-garde shredding. That's, that, that's when you know you've hit like master sensei level of musicianship whenever <laughs> you structure your part for the song, not so much you as the as the player whatever instrument you know that may be but what you can do is do like skinner did 
and just let him rip solos like at an intermission in your set and then eventually just roll that into your own Freebird. So, <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely it. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a good one, actually. We yeah. haven't had little solo sections. That, that would probably like help him blow off a lot of steam. Yeah, it like lets him gas his fingers up. You know, you can take a break, have a cocktail, and then everybody's happy. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds actually perfect. We'll um we'll give you all the credit for that. <laughs> totally my idea. Oh, crazy. But yeah, they, they're just they're just like these boys are the most banned that I've seen live now. Oh um, yeah, taking that crown. And and, yeah. and you know the best thing of it? They 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 were in competition with the city is ours, right? And the oh, night wow. that they took over the city is ours. Mikey, the vocalist from the City of Stars, was at that show as well. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, was, he came uh... to London, and that was the show that you overtook, which was, um, yeah, the couple of shows you played with the Virtues. So how was that, man? Oh, that, those guys are great, man. It was so so fun. Um, the, that was the first night of the 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 run was it in London. Uh, so that was so so cool. I was a really, really great night. Um and and it was a it was a really nice setting to kind of get to know those guys, like we didn't know each other beforehand. So it was it was uh, really cool um to, to get to know them. Then we took them to our hometown the next night, and that was Carnage, absolute Carnage. <laughs> um and then yeah. we played <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, um then we we had a little like break well i say break it was we've never done it before but we did the the first two dates then we had a three day festival uh where we were playing played uh, a few sets there and then joined them back on the tour and i mean it was interesting it was interesting after three days of partying and playing festivals to join to rejoin the tour was i mean we probably like the show was great but before the show we were like this was a mistake (laughs) (laughs) we've never been so haggard in our lives like three days of absolutely no sleep and then joining the tour like and those guys had been like consistent and they just like carried on playing like their regular shows and we'd just been in a field in like when it was raining sideways like, <laughs> hammering it down so we just got extra drunk to stay warm it was it was medicinal and yeah uh, yeah, yeah had, like, time of our lives but like yeah they were like what's happened to you guys <laughs> when we got to the to the venue and everyone was like no talking <laughs> That's crazy. Go on, Elisa. I know you're dying to ask him some questions. You've been dying to get him on here. Well, I mean, I've been dying to get him on here since we saw them for the first time, you know, two years ago. So, I mean, there's just, I mean, I guess there's a lot to talk about. I mean, you guys put out an album. Uh, There's a lot of great tracks on that album. That album was a long time coming. You've recently released a new single, The World on My Tongue. Tell us about it. Yeah, so it was um, it was it was really nice to to kind of with it, it was almost an exact year from album to to the new single. So we were like kind of 
getting the itch again because everything was with the album was so um rapid fire like we were releasing uh, we released five singles in like five months so we were like so used to to having those releases then then obviously we toured the album like relentlessly last year and then it got to the summer this year and we were like well we've got to do we've got we've got to get some new stuff out um and yeah so we re- released the world on my tongue like like six weeks ago um and it's been very warmly received it's a slightly different direction for us again um definitely the more hard rock kind of influence uh whereas everything previously has been a little bit more leaning on the metal side this one was like a little bit more what we kind of grew up with like early 2000s kind of um like heavy rock influenced for us um and we were like there's gonna be some puritans that are not gonna like there's gonna gonna be some gatekeepers but it was probably the most warmly received single we've ever put out so it's it was a real curveball for us we were like prepared like usually usually on release day it's like a bittersweet thing where we've got uh we'll release it and and like we're all our fans and everything is loving it but obviously when we put out things on youtube it's in it's public domain right um, and it, it especially it goes through the metal blade um page and it's i mean in fairness before it's been like probably about 70 30 love to hate um but the hate is very strong (laughs) (laughs) it's a very good sound for you though i mean if we if if you want to compare your songs i mean if you were to go from you made the devil makes three to rock bottom you know even my favorite bound okay um okay i did not know that favorite uh and and you go you go to the world on my tongue it does sound more almost like easy listening rather than the loud hard raptors sound that most people might identify or you know be familiar with and love so do we have that i've just been waiting for everybody to take a breath Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 all I have to do is hit the hit the button that says add to stream and it's gonna play. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 bring, let's bring the video in and let everyone listen to a bit yeah. of Raptors and then we'll talk about what's coming up for the boys, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I love yeah. your music. It's totally different, completely yeah. different sound from what I'm used to. But I still like it. I think it's a nice piece of music. All right. But I love your vocals. You can sing me the alphabet. By the way, I will take that via MP3. Uh, Feel free to sing me the alphabet. I will play it every night before I go to sleep, and I will be a happy lady. (laughs) Sing me anything. But I think I'm ready for Christmas. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, I will see you. I will see you actually next month. And when I see you, you can present it to me. Uh, Okay. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get a, a physical form that's all good we can get that we'll just do a voice yeah, memo man. on my phone there you, you go <laughs> yeah. great great let's touch on that video quick like 
Say again, man. The nineties. I said, let's touch on that video quick. The nineties called, and they want their they want their gear back, man. Like, what's what's going on? What 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 was that? Was my idea. I I tend to do the, all the um the the video ideas and. Like we we'll go elaborate for for some, uh, we'll go arty for some, but this one was like I don't I don't know why. I guess it was because of the sound reminded me of um, some some like late nineties, early two thousands rock, and I was like, well, we we've got to do a early two thousands video then. Um, so so that's all I pictured in my head when we were like. Um, finishing up the song it's all all i like could visualize it all hits me at once like with the sound with with the visual and that that's kind of all i was picturing so i i presented it to the boys and they were like you sort it out (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh well i was and everyone was slightly skeptical up until the day that we were filming i was like trust me trust me i've got this um and yeah i like ordered like the materials we made that room ourselves um so we that is emergency blankets that you use for like like after people a marathon are, yeah that's it or like after like a shipwreck or something like <laughs> um or people people who've nearly drowned that 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 is what those yeah. are so we we got um <laughs> it was uh 240 meters of those and um put it around that's our rehearsal studio (laughs) so we we built that disco ball and um got our friend kieran to come and film it so it was uh, i was like this can be very diy we can we can do this and make it look like a 2000 early like late 90s video we got this yeah you you do a lot of building your own sets i remember rock bottom you can you you built a basically an entire house <laughs> inside. To, That's to the good thing of having a builder like in the band and an electrician. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. For, for Pre-re- rock bottom, prerequisites to join the band, you must know a trade. In it, like we, we, it's, we, we, we cover all bases with, with us. We've got there. Uh, yeah. We we were, we were meant to be. Um, in fact, actually half of them have become builders since joining the band uh so we're like go, go learn yeah. that trade and uh bring bring it in here um I love it. we 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 really like so with the rock bottom video we um we were looking for a very specific style of like old british like 70s british like kind of bad furniture um terrible decor and we like everyone's clearly too tasteful. We were like everything looks too modern. Everything we we couldn't we couldn't find anywhere. So again, we used the same studio. Um, so it's all all basically all our videos are in the same room. But we we bought in plasterboard. We built a living room, um, and yeah, got all the furniture in, wallpapered the walls that we built. Um, and then reversed the walls and made a church out of them. <laughs> it's, it's I like bonkers. it. What you got to do is a what you got to do is a band. Um, and talking yeah. of the rock bottom video, I'll never forget. Apparently, me and Gareth look alike. So big shout out to Gareth Wall, who is the guy sat in the chair in, uh, in the rock <laughs> oh. bottom video. So I got a message from Kevin, and he was like, "I, I just can't unsee Matt." 
And I was <laughs> oh, like, I kind of wow. see the resemblance. And I was like, I, I would never love to be in our Raptors video. So one day we're going to have to make that happen, Simon. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. to you. Talking of DIY, though, I mean, you are also very, uh, you also make a huge contribution with your I do, and I just realised while we were listening to that, I'm actually covered in paint. I, uh, <laughs> I've, I've was literally just painting before, uh, before the interview, and I've just realised I'm absolutely covered in it. So if I've got it on my oh, face, I there's do. some oh, of your wow. handiwork. Oh yeah, here we go. Ah, <laughs> that's badass, man. Um, and we've also got <laughs> this one up here is Simon's. That's a uh, Raptors drumhead. That's the first one I bought, and that one up there, the Raptors drumhead as well. Uh, uh, yeah. You, you may, you may or may not know, I love Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that that was um, that that actually started off the artwork. Actually started off on the drum, the, the drum skins. So I'd never really delved into the merch world until. Uh, until it was like COVID times, we always used to um, get other talented folk um, to to do our designs. And then in COVID, when we had no income coming in, um, it was kind of like a we kind of need to learn to do this ourselves. So um, that's where I got the the paints and the pens out, and uh, yeah, started doodling on the drum skins. And I was like, actually not too bad at this so i will continue because <laughs> it's it's a lot uh better on our wallets um and it also means we get to recycle matt's drums and then with the money that we make we buy him new ones so it's uh, yeah. it's a self-sustaining it's economy <laughs> yeah definitely we'll um we'll touch some more on your artwork near the end because i want to bring up some stuff no, so let's talk just, about I what I was just pop popping something up real quick. I was like, hey, wait a second. Oh, go for it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. There oh. it is. Yeah, that's that, cool. that was uh, one of my first ever designs. Love it. Yeah. Still love it as well. I went, still, still I, went, I went digging real quick. We'll do it now. Simon, like, if bands and stuff, want some artwork can they hit you up yeah absolutely um you like my instagram is probably the the best place to do it and i'm always like with wh whether it's uh businesses or bands anybody i'm uh, i'm happy to to accommodate always i've just done a um like a pizza place in the uk in the in the us which was like I'm, I'm just like selling myself now. I feel bad, but um, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, but yeah, just, I, yeah, I need to. I, I, I actually don't know the address or or the chain, but I did a design, and it's on a billboard in the US now. So wow, <laughs> I'm gonna find that. Apparently, it's very nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll find the address, and um, in case it might be on your doorstep, who knows? Um. But yeah, I'm not entirely sure where it is. So I did get sent a photo of, of the uh, the uh, the billboard. Though it was very surreal. Yeah, that's always cool to see your artwork out there like that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like my my wall's slowly getting covered in it. Um, that's I love okay. it. Well, the one I popped up on the thing, I saw him doing it, and I was like, "Dude, sold." <laughs> <laughs> 
And I know yeah. I have to too. So if I was at home, I could hold it up, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you you saw that one in purple, haven't you? Um, but yeah, let's talk about what's coming up for you. Let's let's talk about what's coming up for you boys. So you were on tour, you played two thousand trees, which I saw an epic response to that. The crowd was huge there in that tent. Um Yeah. For eleven thirty in the morning, we really like especially on a fr the Friday morning, because it was um it kicks off on the Thursday. Um so that's usually like the hangover slot that we got and we were like 11:30 is anyone even going to be there and the whole tent was was rammed um so yeah it was a that was a really really good day it was very uh validifying it was uh it was uh it, it was it felt really good so we, we've been riding high off that until now and now we're uh, heading back on tour tomorrow so um continuing that high yeah, you've got a long drive tomorrow. In Nottingham, you start off in tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, it's not too bad. And I feel like this this is the thing from touring with a virtue and 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 from meeting American bands. Us Brits, we don't get to use the term long drive. Yeah, it's not at it's, all. It's, it's wow. just, it doesn't exist in the no. UK compared to the US. <laughs> I've been saying all to right. the guys, if anyone ever complains, I'm like, no. <laughs> like absolutely not ollie who was driving uh a virtue who's him he's their manager and he um he just got off another tour with another band and this the, the shortest drive that he did was 16 hours on that so yeah, i'm like crazy yeah <laughs> our, our tiny little island we don't get to complain <laughs> no we, we couldn't even go from end to end 16 hours driving without falling off the end of it <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do like an entire lap of the island in, in 16 hours. So yeah, absolutely not. Um, so yeah, and then, in fact, Nottingham's not too bad tomorrow. So it's it's all no. it's all good. <clears throat> it's Nottingham, Glasgow, Manchester, and, and Newcastle. Like, Newcastle. I knew I was somewhere up around that area. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so it. It's my northern tour. Yeah, I love the north. All up in the north. And then Lisa mentioned it earlier. <clears throat> She's going to see you next month at the end of the month at yeah. a <laughs> hometown show. Misery loves company. Big Let's talk about venue. that. Yeah. Yes, because you so, are. Can, can we say? Uh, yes. Are uh, you sure? Is he, is he going to tell me off if we say? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I've just thought out. I was, I was about to be like, yeah, but no, he, he actually hasn't released any of the um, the timetabling so and any of the, the stage splits. But I I nearly just gave it away anyway. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be yeah, it's a it's a going to be a very good stage, and it is um, it's going to be a big day. It's a it's a it's a it's looking like it's going to go very well for the festival. Um, and we would hope that it's, uh, we're going to get everyone there at a good, a good hour to, uh, to really get, get the day going. Definitely. It's, and it's, it's like for, for you guys, it's a bit of a mates fest as well, isn't it? There's a lot of, you know, 
a lot of your mates yeah. bands that you did friends with around that you know um unfortunately yeah. city had to pull out because of uh yeah that 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 is a shame to 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 um the people that um won't know uh this this is we're talking about um a festival called uh, misery loves company and um, so this is the first um year it's ever been put on and it's been um it's it's looking like a a massive deal is um six stages um across many many venues in our home city in Bristol um it's yeah it's some some really good and like international bands and it's 50 percent um like it's it's a fully diverse um lineup so 50 percent um of the um the lineup have like female or or trans um representation so it's it, it's a really really cool really thought out festival and it is being put on by our guitarist ian um so he has um put on like it's he's put on festivals in the past um but he uh is he's knocked it out of the park this time yeah uh, it's it's a like a huge huge lineup for um for the uk it's uh it's got a lot and it concentrates on up and comers as well which is what i love about it you know yeah it's a lot of yeah like, giving them a chance to play like big stages as yeah. well like stuff that they probably wouldn't uh, at this stage be kind of playing um so he's really taken into account local bands but he, he's teamed them up with bands that are that have played everywhere um bands like twin atlantic yonica in me like doing like a, a whole um uh, anniversary set um it's and yeah it's playing to like 2000 cap rooms uh, it's it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, a big one it's gonna be epic. Um, i'm gonna lose my mind are you kidding me i'm gonna get to see at- kite thief knife bride lake malice south arcade i am gonna lose my ladies night mind <laughs> yeah, are- right lose my right? mind these are all artists I that you. I play and love, and I am ecstatic to finally and I don't then, see them that often. No, and then not long after that, the uh, the boys are coming down and headlining my city. Yeah, that's going to be a big one as well. That's like a <laughs> like a big big lineup, like a big day festival. So that's going to be great in Exeter. Um, we're going to be. Oh, actually, I was going to, again, slip up there. There's going to be some other stuff around that time. It's all right, mate. We're not, uh, we're not live across the world. It's not a problem. Right, <laughs> right. We can edit it out. It's not live. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm the worst for whistleblowing. I'll always, like, tell the guys, you can't tell anyone this. You can't tell anyone this. And then I'll just get too excited. And I'm like, oh, I, I actually I'll tell you that, that as well. Because, like, <laughs> Simon will be at a show. Me and Simon will be talking. And he will tell because he trusts me. Obviously, it's artist, you know, whatever confidentiality to tell me stuff. And then I'll be talking to the other boys, and we'd we'd be talking or whatever, and they're like, "Simon's opening his mouth already." And he, <laughs> oh yeah, guilty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's almost every time, and I'm always like, "How has this been leaked?" And then I'll look back <laughs> at the podcast I'd probably been on the last week, and I was like, 
oh i totally said that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you investigate it and find out it. it was you you're like damn it. yeah i just get too excited yeah, Exit should be yeah. good. You haven't been it to Exeter for well since I've been a fan of yours. It's been a long time since you've been down here. <laughs> it was the last gig that we played before COVID. Wow! Uh, so it was yeah, that was the last time we were in Exeter because um, it was a really really cool show, and we were like still like buzzing, and we were like we had another tour like booked in for like a month later. And that was the end. And so Exeter was the last gig we played for like 18 months. So luckily it was really good. And it was, it, it left like a lasting memory, but uh, it, this one promises to be a lot bigger. Um, and we've come on a long way. So we might even be playing some new stuff. I can say that much. Great. When are you coming to America? Oh, you know what? We, we were I'm coming, in. I'm coming in for the kill. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we it is the highest highest priority uh, for us. Um, and we we actually spoke to the label last week, and they really want us over there because it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, with them being in California, um, <laughs> so we are desperately looking for the right opportunity obviously uh for a band of our size it's it's very very expensive um mm -hmm. and and things post brexit haven't been friendly um so there's there's certain things that we've got to straighten out first um but as soon as the time is is right we will be there in a heartbeat so we are looking looking to that uh very but we we're also we're chasing the label we're like surely you can speak to people we're right like, <laughs> right you, that's your job yeah so, you've got kills to engage so, get the, so talking get tours, the i know you've got a question that you want to ask with like the about tours and their sound and stuff so how about it girl i'm sorry I, i've just totally drawn a blank on what you're referring to <laughs> okay should i ask the question uh, yeah, I've, I've had a sort of rough day, so if you don't mind. Okay. So, so talking of tours, talking of your, your unique sound and stuff like that, do you, do you find it difficult to tour with bands as, because I've noticed a lot of the shows I've seen you at, it's been headlining shows. So do you, do you find it difficult supporting artists because you are so unique? The, you know what? It, it, it can be a blessing and a curse for sure um because more so um for people curating the shows and curating the tours um because there's two ways of of kind of looking at it and there's the most traditional and the most kind of probably easier job for an agent or a promoter is to find bands that sound similar uh because people by natural thinking, um, associate certain bands with certain other bands. Um, and so if it was, say, like a heart, like YC, like um, quite like cliques with hardcore community and, and with with certain brands of metal, it, it's, it's never like... A, um, 
it's not meant to be uh, non-inclusive. It's just naturally the way things happen. Um, there are some promoters and there are some agents that do kind of look at it artistically because sometimes those um, like polar opposites or bands that don't necessarily sonically go together actually make the best tours. I I like I saw um it was Panic at the Disco. Well, this was in the US, but I saw Panic at the Disco had every time I die supporting them. And I was like, that's awesome. And it also was motionless in white. And they had every time I die um supporting as well. And I was like, see that's that's cool. That's creative um like promoting because in a, in a, it's a little bit more risky because some people will won't get it. But um, it can it can draw in double the crowd if if people take take a gamble on it, um, and that's that's the the tours that we've kind of done with support tours um, where people have gone. They don't necessarily sound like the headliners, but we're we're going to get these in because they complement. Um, but we've definitely definitely had. Um, conversations where we've like promoters have gone actually we've gone with um uh a band that sounds sound similar or they're from like a, the same genre and it, it definitely has worked against us in the past for sure um but it's something that you kind of gotta we knew what we were getting into like we knew when we started off that that was going to be the case um, but it's to fight our own corner and and to never really buckle to, to kind of change in our ethos. Um, we're like, people will get it. We don't know or we don't care how long it takes. Um, it's it's do the shows until people are talking about it. And it seems it seems to be seems to be getting there. Um, yeah, it's just taking taking the uh, the hard road sometimes. I think I think the yeah. the hardcore music junkies though they cross over right like like again going back to what we said earlier like good music is good music and that's kind of what we tried to do with the festival that we put on was you know we had some that were really hard rock and some that were more what we call like southern rock uh, here in the states and you know fans from both bands dug it you know what I mean and I've been to big festivals where it is all pretty much just rock and that's cool or hard rock or metal whatever you want to call it. And then I've been, Kevin, you know, like festivals in New Orleans where it could be anything from jazz in the morning to Slipknot at night. And yep. that's really cool, too, to go all the way through all genres. So it's just just I think, like you said, however the promoters want to promote, I think both ways work, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. This is the thing. And it's it's not something that um, anyone can begrudge because, one, it's tried and tested. Like there are tours that go out and and bands are similar and and they get on they're like the bands are friends they have the similar audience and people are going to love that um equally it's really cool yeah when you when you i love i love seeing like we've had it in the past where we have an acoustic act opening and then have like t like completely different genres and it kind of covers all moods and emotions and um i think that that can be really really cool but yeah there's no right answer um right. and there's 
there's no wrong. It's it's it, this is the greatest thing of music. Um, right. I think I think we we live in a, a really great time now as well that it is there are such diverse lineups and especially with festivals. I think that's the coolest thing because when when you're there, especially if it's like a weekend or something where you can go and see see some like like yeah some southern like vibes on there or like have some chill out vibes and then go for like go and absolutely like rage to something um yeah it's it's, it's fun for all the family yeah 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 i definitely can't agree for sure i love it we're, and it's we're like, uh go ahead matt go ahead no carry on jared carry on no, I was just going to ask them where, uh, like, social media-wise, where uh, they, you know, you're signed with, with Metal Blade, you say, so they put out a lot of your stuff as well. But are you all most active on, on Facebook or YouTube? Or where, where can people hit you up the most? Um, I would say these days it is Instagram and TikTok now. Um, okay. Definitely kind of putting a bit more emphasis on the video aspects of everything. Um. We like hundred percent Facebook. Facebook's always there. It's our it's our solid one. That's where we began. But um, I'm, I'm it's there's such an emphasis on on video um, and audio now. So um, yeah, Instagram and TikTok are definitely um, the way to go. And YouTube. Yeah, can't yeah. like YouTube. That TikTok. That's a that's a that's a new animal there. That's a, to, to master that and figure out how to, you know, what do you want to portray on that, on that medium is, is something. Yeah. A hundred percent. I, um, at first I was like very dubious because I do all the social media for, for our, uh, our band. And, um, when it first came out, um, we joked about getting it and we were like, <laughs> could you imagine, and then right. six months later, we were like, yeah, we need to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Platforms, but, they evolve, yes, you know, they evolve. Yeah, and, definitely, and... Definitely. This is it. And, and you use it to your yeah. advantage. And also the thing with TikTok is you can, you can, you can follow trends or you can just do you. And that yeah. is, that is what we do. We're not, we don't really, you're not going to see us doing well. I think don't like hold this because in six months time you might see us doing lip sync and dance evolve evolve right yeah <laughs> I don't I don't think we're going to be doing any dancing and I don't think we're going to be doing any lip sync videos but yeah, um, Millie Vanilli is come and gone man <laughs> yeah. I don't know, sometimes it feels like you're back you know it's some of the shit you see out there it's I, I, like, to, oh, to be honest that there's nothing more there's nothing more I want to see than Simon in his purple flares just like strutting down the street dancing to some like you know Saturday Night Fever styles as I'm rappers. It can yeah. be arranged. It can be arranged. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a like... video idea, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> again, all the ideas tonight. This is uh, this yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was going to say, like, at the minute, we're having a big, a big influx into the scene with a lot of up and coming bands and stuff, and it's sort of like I, I feel the the genre is changing like it did back in the late 90s early 2000s when like Slipknot and all that came about and you are one of those bands that are changing the scene by far you know you, your ethos of not conforming to one subgenre and just doing your own thing and just writing music whether it's 1920s swing or punk or you know a bit of jazz 
what's one piece of advice that you would give to a band coming into the scene right now? I would say, I mean, there's there's certain things I'd always say to bands, but I I truly believe um, is in this day and age, everything anyone can see what's genuine. You, everyone is so um, exposed to so much and so many bands that if you're faking it, then you people will see it. So don't follow a trend because that trend will potentially be over in six months time, less than six months now. Um, be, be you unapologetically you um, and, and, and follow, follow what feels right as opposed to what you're told is right. I love it. That's great advice. You know, if you're making art, it should be for art. You know that's I mean? it. <laughs> I mean, it should that's be. It, Tara, that was it. Yeah, it should be. Should be therapy. It should be for the you know the beauty of what you create. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's um, and people will try and predict or tell you what's going to be big, and uh, it's it's there's no there's no point in it. Yeah. Well, dude, I think we uh, that was a good interview. I know Matt's yeah. been uh, been jamming for this for a while. Matt, how, does it feel good? <laughs> yeah, man, just getting him on here, like, because we we talked about getting on and doing a recorded, and I was like, dude, if you're willing to stay, we got to do it live, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Simon yeah. knows how much I fucking love him, um, and <clears throat> he is such, and all the boys in the band, and I will say this to all bands out there: when you're out there doing shows. You need to engage with your fans. Like when me and Lisa first met Simon and the boys at Turbulence Festival, me and Simon sat talking for a good hour. Like he'd had a few, I'd had a few. And <laughs> we were just we were just talking we were just talking the shit for a good hour. We were talking Raptors music and stuff like that. And I got my drum heads. And he just just be personable when you're out there on on the streets and on the road with the fans. Just that's how you engage and generate a bigger fan base because people will start talking about you if you are personable. Yeah. Yeah. I think that goes back to what he said earlier about not faking it, whether it's your genre, like what you were talking about, but if you're not out there having fun and you're not doing it cause you love it, you, fuck, what's the point, you know? Right. Yeah. That, that, that is it. Like, cause at the end of the day, even if like some people might luck out and, and, and catch a trend but if you if you're not loving it, it's gonna it's gonna run out at some point, and you're probably gonna look at back and go like, "What am I doing?" Anyway, or even or even worse, if it doesn't run out and you're stuck doing some shit you hate, and then it's like that would be not great either, you know. That I would right. say that it's is crazy. more likely yeah. of what would happen as well. It's um, I think it would be the rarity is that it would actually take off. I think for most part. As I say, people will see through it, and it might you might have a really good producer. Uh, it might you might have some songs, but like if it ain't real, people will will see it. They'll smell it a mile yep. away, for sure. I love it. Well, do I, I appreciate y'all staying up for us over here in the states? No worries, so man. Thank you guys for having me. This is uh, it's been lush. Yeah, one of the cool, cool. things about us doing this show and, and having met Matt is being. Uh, as juiced into the UK scene as we can be being way over here. Uh, had it not been for this podcast, this show, you know, I wouldn't know half of what I know about what's going on 
on y'all's side of the the pond there. So it's it's been a pleasure uh, just being ex- getting experience to what y'all are doing. You know. Well, it's uh, yeah, uh, that's a that's a big props to to Matt there. Um, and yeah, keep keep doing your thing and vice versa. Now I've I've got like a list of bands again from Matt, but and Lisa as well. Um, and you guys on on Twitter. I found so many good ones, and Pistols at Dawn now is a new one for me from from just today. So uh, yeah, the the cracking work, guys. Oh, and by the way, before we go, thank you so much for the birthday video. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that was that was that was that was sweet. That was in in London. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was that was a special brew, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, another episode in the books. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Safe travels on Simon, the road. Thank Give you very much, man. Thank you, man. Thanks for having us. And uh, we'll, well, we'll have to do it all again sometime soon. That'd be for great. Sure. See you next for month. Sure. Have okay. a great night, man. Have a good Thanks one. Nice to talk, Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and the Homegrown Show, all right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.